All right, Mr. Larson, it's time for our October podcast. Um, we were on Habit 2. We had how many listeners last time? We had 86 listeners to our podcast. Not bad. Not bad. That's more than 10%. I'll tell you what. Let's. Uh, that's more than like the 13 people we got at our meetings last year. You so know we're, what? that's a huge percent increase. Yeah. And you know what? We're thinking win win right now. Right. But we're not talking about that habit. We are talking about. Have it too. With the end in mind. Yeah, begin with the end in mind. So um, maybe I can kick it off by just talking a little bit about what we've kind of worked with the kids on this month. So um, begin with the end in mind. And my favorite um, thing I've learned in teaching this through leadership the last couple of years is um, actually one of our students last year taught this to me. And he said, or she said, I don't remember, said, begin with the end in mind. That habit is you think about how to be proactive. I love that. I love that. And our kids have really grabbed onto this proactive. I keep telling you that proactive um, habit is the one that I go to every mm-hmm. day. Um, and, and it's just so easy to think I can't control the things around me, but I can really control the way I react to it. And, and really, so all this is is building off of that. And we talk about how these are all internal habits. In our leadership tree, these are the roots of our tree. And so they're all the things that have to do only with us. We're not talking about relationships with anybody else yet, but just with us. And so we're really trying to make plans and set goals for how we can be in control of our actions. You know, and as a family, I think it goes back to what does your family stand for? Mm -hmm. You know, we have uh, every teacher has a mission statement. Every class has a mission statement. And they, and if you look at any of the Leader and Me training guides, they say every family should have a mission statement. But if you don't feel comfortable doing a mission statement, I think it's just important. What as a family, we used to have family meetings. I don't know if you have family meetings. We do. Yeah. And so we used to have family meetings and sometimes our kids would call them. Sometimes we would call them. And um, I, I think it's just kind of important. That'd be a great question to ask as a family. What do you, what do you want to stand for? Yeah. What, what When all is said and done, what, what do you hope? When your kids are, are grown old and, and when you look back at these days, you know, what, what do you want to remember them with? You know, I think it goes back to how do you want to treat each other, um, what's important to your family. And, and I think every family, things are a little bit, you know, there are different things that are important. Um, what talents and gifts, you know, I think every person in this building has a talent or a gift. And I think if you take a look at your family, I know with my kids, I can I can pick each of the three of them and they each have a different talent. Do we capitalize on that? You know, do we build goals based on that? And then what what kind of home do you want? And I think those are important things to just talk to your whole family about. So one of the things that we did in class this, this month, um, kind of to, to shape this habit is, we had the kids talk about what words they hope other people use to describe them. Oh, I love that. And um, I think that kind of goes along with, with what you could say with your family. What, what words do you hope other people use to describe you? And we talked about this as a group that we can't control what everybody else thinks. But the way we act can help influence how other people think of us. And so one thing we said is if we want to be known as nice or kind or thoughtful, then we have to act nice or kind or respectful. If those, if those are the characteristics you want people to describe you with, then you really have to act that way. One thing I found really interesting when we were going around with the kids, though, and I'd like to get into this just topic a little bit, is um, a couple of kids, like gave characteristics that that were outside of their circle of control like smart 
or a couple kind of said pretty, mm-hmm. um, athletic. And so we talked about reframing some of those things. And I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but, but we talked about there are certain things you can't control and there are certain things you can control mm-hmm. even when it comes to how people look at you. Well, and I, I, I love that um, conversation because a lot of adults have a hard time you know, understanding and grasping that. I think, honestly, as I look at our kids, they feel tons of pressure you know, of things that they can't control. Um, I just read an article that the number one pressure for elementary kids is not necessarily homework, it's the activities that they're in. And um, when you talk to kids, that there's a there's an amount of pressure on, on the winning piece mm-hmm. and the medals piece. And, and, you know, it is hard when those are external motivators to really get kids to do activities or participate in things for the right reasons. Well, and obviously, you know me being um, coach as well. It, it's something that, that is challenging for me um, in, in teaching this to kids because I, I, I fight two, two, two inner, mm-hmm. inner dogs sometimes um, in, in thinking about this. And I, I love the, the concept of competing and you want to do your best. One thing we did talk about with the kids, though, is maybe you can't there there's only so much you can do to be a good athlete but you can be described as a hard worker mm-hmm. and a, a tough athlete and you can those things are things you can show and and characteristics that you can control the other thing we talked about that i really one one of the classes we got engaged in a really kind of deep conversation and as far as fourth graders right. and me right. can get involved in but um it was, it was talking about um, being a good sport. Mm-hmm. And so somebody, when we were talking about that, they said, well, you could be a good sport. And I told them, I said, the next time you lose, think about that as an opportunity to show that you can be a good sport. Mm-hmm. And so I said, instead of looking at it as, oh, we lost, I'm so mad, think of it as, wow, this is an opportunity for me to show I can be a really good sport. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, that's an area that I think I could grow in. <laughs> Sometimes I'm probably the me most too. competitive me person, too. but I uh, one of the one of the our podcast listeners said that they liked our advice, and mm-hmm. so I'm going to give some advice of of uh, an older mm-hmm. veteran parent <laughs> in that when kids play I'm not activities, to nope, that. don't even look at me. Um, one of the one of the things that I wish I would have done a better job is when kids perform and they come back to the car. Um, not saying a word unless they want feedback from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, you know, it, you see a lot of heads hanging after activities because maybe they didn't win um, and maybe they didn't play very well. But the, they, I think in people's hearts, they know whether they did well or, or they didn't perform too well. And I don't think that we really need to point out what they already know. And I wish that I wouldn't have been so critical and maybe so competitive. Um, we got to the point with my kids when they would come in is to say, they would say, well, what do you think? And I would say, do you want my opinion or do you want me to be supportive? And then that gave me a a chance to either be the mom of, oh my goodness, that was just so nice, or to being critical and giving that constructive feedback. So I wish I would have learned that a little sooner, but that is my old lady parenting advice that I think I see some young parents Mm -hmm. um, just take, just, just breathe, pause a little bit, know they're trying their hardest, and uh, maybe don't be so critical unless, you know, a person or your child really, really wants it. No doubt. And um, I, I, too, will take that advice because I'm living that right now. And uh, it, it, 
don't think when we're we're talking about that i think both of us understand it's such an extreme challenge oh you know parenting and we have so many great parents who care so much we talk mm-hmm. about that all the time mm-hmm. we're blessed around it because all of our parents care so much you know i think we could put that same concept into we've talked a lot with the the new standards based grading mm-hmm. um it's a tough concept for some parents because they want their kid to get Perfect scores right. all the time right, right now. And so if you get a developing score, it's seen like, what's wrong? Why, mm-hmm. why, why aren't they at where, where they're why supposed they to the be? Best. Why aren't they mm-hmm. the best in the class? And, um, you know, I think that's really an interesting concept, yeah. too. I think the same can be whole, said in the classroom, too. It's all right to grow. And yes. it's all right to let your kid fail a mm-hmm. little bit. And, you know, if you think begin with the end in mind, it's not the product now. It is the product. I just had a conversation with a young lady in the office. Your product or you beginning the end in mind is what are you going to do after high school? How are you going to get there? And if you think that's goofy not to talk to your kids about that now, you know, you start planting the seeds and they really listen to all the adults around them. And I think it's okay to fail right now because our end product is when they walk across that graduation stage or they are doing the community service out in the community as they get older. I just think that they are just grasping at seeds in order to grow that tree. Well, and, and I think a lot of that goes back to, too, we, ha- we have wonderful students. Mm-hmm. Not only, you know, I'll just speak here at Lakewood. We have so many kids who want to please and want to, to please not, the adults in their life, their teachers, us, their parents. And so they put a lot of pressures on themselves, too. We've got to give them the opportunity to fail every once in a while and, and, and you know, be there as a mm-hmm. safety net and be like, it's all right to fail. Just learn from it and move on to the next right. thing. So we're at our 10-minute yep. mark, uh, Chris, and I just think uh, your challenge, I would really like to have that family discussion about what does your family stand for. Yeah. You what's, know, your, what's your challenge? You know, I, I think that goes right along with that. Ask your family how do you want what words do you want other people to describe your family what what words do you hope other people use to describe your family with that enjoy your kids this weekend enjoy them this month uh we will get ready for our november podcast hopefully we can get more people have a great day